Picture the average American voter. The person you imagine is likely different from the person that I am picturing in my mind. The American voter is hard to define. They could be almost anyone. A parent, an activist, a CEO, even a college student. The American voter is someone 18 years or older who feels that they have a stake in how our country is governed and takes action to ensure their values are represented by showing up to the polls. This broad definition has taken centuries to build. As voting rights have evolved, the definition of the American voter has expanded. Welcome to the Why Vote podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Hendricks, and today we'll be exploring the evolution of the American voter. In 1787, the dawn of the American voter, beginning when the United States Constitution was adopted, asking someone to envision a voter would have been an easy ask. A voter at this time had to be a white man, but not all white men had the right to vote. In order to vote, you had to own property. This excluded poor white men from voting. Additionally, in order to vote, men had to be citizens born in America. However, this qualification would not last very long. The 1790 Naturalization Act made it possible for all white male property-owning naturalized citizens to vote. The evolution of the voter can be a slow process. Sometimes, the smallest of changes can take decades. It wasn't until 1856, nearly a century later, that all non-property-owning white males could vote when North Carolina became the last state to remove its property requirements. However, big changes were on the horizon. The first shots of the Civil War would ring out only five years later, in 1861. The Civil War would rage on for four years until Confederate General Robert E. Lee finally surrendered his largest remaining army to the Union General Ulysses S. Grant. That year, 1865, the 13th Amendment was ratified, abolishing slavery in all states. The year following, in 1866, the 14th Amendment was ratified, granting former slaves citizenship, including the right to vote. However, if you ask people at this time to describe a voter, they still might not describe a black man. Racist Jim Crow laws kept black Americans away from the polls. The twisted logic of the laws allowed white men to vote with no obstacles because white men had been voting for decades. But black men had to prove that they were capable of voting. Black men had to pass literacy tests full of intentionally vague tasks. An example of a question displayed in the Jim Crow Museum reads, write, right from the left to the right, as you see it spelled here. In 1870, the 15th Amendment would be ratified, making it illegal for states to deny citizens the right to vote based on race, color, or previously being enslaved. However, literacy tests, poll taxes, and other practices continued despite this, keeping black and poor Americans away from the polls. It would be another 50 years before we saw another major change to the definition of the American voter. For nearly a century and a half, women were left out of our elections. Suffragettes led a fierce campaign for voting rights, pioneering political tactics still used today to advance political causes such as lobbying representatives and using flyers, buttons, and cartoons with cohesive symbolism to promote their cause. 
The fight for a woman's right to vote was long. The Seneca Falls Convention famously launched the women's voting rights movement in 1848, and women would not gain the right to vote until the 19th Amendment was ratified in 1920. All of this time, there is a large number of people living in the United States that have not been granted citizenship. It wasn't until 1924 that Native Americans were granted citizenship and the right to vote when the Indian Citizenship Act was passed. In 1964, obstacles for poor Americans are finally removed as poll taxes are made illegal by the ratification of the 24th Amendment. Just a year later, at the height of the Civil Rights Movement, voting would be made significantly more accessible for Black Americans. Peaceful protests being violently broken up by police were all over the news. And crowds following civil rights leaders such as Martin Luther King Jr. were growing larger and larger. In the midst of this, Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Voting Rights Act into law, making literacy tests and other voter intimidation illegal. It was a major win for civil rights and was one of the largest pieces of civil rights legislation to this day. Years later, another movement would rise up in the United States. Young people gathered across the country protesting for their right to their lives. Americans were being drafted into the Vietnam War in large numbers. 18-year-olds, fresh out of high school, were strapping on their boots and going to war. Young people fought for the voting age to be lowered. If they can be used to fight for their country, they should have a say in how it is governed. In 1971, the 26th Amendment would pass, lowering the voting age from 21 to 18 years old. Looking to the future, our image of a voter can still change. In many states in the country, felons that have been released from prison are not able to vote. In other states, felons must go through parole and release to be able to vote. Most incarcerated Americans do not have the right to vote. Undocumented immigrants living and working in the United States are not able to vote. Permanent legal residents that are immigrants from another country that are not citizens cannot vote. And in some states, people with mental disabilities are not able to vote. This does not even begin to consider the reasons that people with the right to vote often struggle to show up to the polls. Today, the American voter feels like it can be anyone. It is highly likely that the American voter can look just like you. When you are considering whether or not to vote, remember that there was likely a time when someone who looks like you or lives like you was not able to vote. Your right to vote is likely the result of years of hard work, protest, and in some cases, lost lives. Voting is a right and a privilege, and we are so lucky to be one of the millions of faces one could picture when they picture an American voter. <laughs>